powerful content podcast, your go-to source for content creation, strategy, and business inspiration. I'm your host, Mel Daniels, content strategist, coach, and speaker, empowering women across the globe to grow their business with powerful content that connects, nurtures, and converts. So if you're ready to create standout content that gets you noticed and remembered or build an aligned audience who love you and are ready to buy from you, you're in the right place. I believe that content has the power to connect us all. It's up to you how you use it. Listen in for genuine and insightful chats with guests, as well as practical tools and strategies from me. It's so lovely to have you here. Let's dive into the show. Hello, hello, beautiful people, and welcome to episode eight of the Powerful Content Podcast. Today, we're going to cover off one of the parts of your content ecosystem, and that's social media. So whether you love it or hate it, it really does play a part in how we take our ideal clients from not knowing anything about us all the way through to becoming that raving fan. But it's this knowing how important that social media really is to us and our business and our success and our growth that really puts a huge amount of pressure on us to constantly create new social media content. But I'm going to help lift that burden today with a super, super, super simple way that you can approach your social media plan. So the first thing is... Well, you actually you need to create that plan. So whilst it may seem a little bit counterintuitive to spend that time up front organizing your social media, you're going to actually save so much time on the back end of it. And that's what we want, right? To really be able to get back to doing the things that we really love or that we really want to do. So some amazing things really start to happen when you plan. You'll find that firstly, you'll become more on purpose. So you actually create for a purpose and your content becomes way more aligned to to your message as well as your overall strategy as well. You become far more focused. So you become focused with your content creation and your social media creation as well. And therefore, you can actually create less but actually do a better job at it. And the third thing is it really creates action when you have a plan. So you waste less time thinking about what you actually need to create because you know exactly what to produce. So you get stuck straight into it. So I really feel like planning is an important part of being the CEO in your business. When you are a leader, a visionary, when you're strategic, you're proactive, you become a decision maker, and your content creates confidence. It really shows your expertise. It begins to become far more strategic because it connects, nurtures, and converts. And the most exciting thing is that it becomes far more powerful as well. So planning is such a key part of creating more ease when it comes to creating content. And it's something that we actually do each quarter inside of the content effect. I've actually seen the impact that this planning can have even on people whose content superpower is more going with the flow than being the planner. And if you're not sure what your superpower is, go back and check out episode four. Okay, so we know the first step in simple social media plan is the planning. So what comes next? Well, the next step is really to accept that there are overlying impacts on how we create our content. 
So first of all, I really want you to focus on that superpower. So once again, go back to episode four, if you don't know what I'm talking about, and really lean into your strengths and work with them. When we do this, we really do experience more ease. And that's exactly what I want for you, especially when it comes to social media. The next thing I really want you to think about and accept is your time, energy and resources. And we all get sucked into this trap. Once we acknowledge and really accept that we have a limited amount of time, energy and resources, that our time, energy and resources is very different to the next person's time, energy and resources. So therefore, we really should stop comparing ourselves to them. It's when we don't acknowledge and accept this that, you know, what's actually available to us that we end up taking on too much and start to feel overwhelmed. So what I want you to do is do the bare minimum and then expand from there once you do have that time, energy and resources available to you. Now, the third thing is hashtag all the things. We really need to let go of the shoulds. Let go of those shoulds and run your own race. So the amount of times I hear the words I should be doing actually drives me crazy. So shoulds put us in a space of wishful thinking and really make us forget our own needs in the present. So you don't have to do hashtag all the things. You just need to do hashtag some of the things and then build on it according to your time, energy and resources. Okay. So we know we need to plan. We've acknowledged that the three things can impact on our ability to plan and our ability to show up on social media. Now, what the heck do we even share on social media? There are lots of different ways to come up with ideas for your content. So different people teach different things. So you could brain dump everything you know and then organize them into themes. You could list all the problems your ideal client faces and write about the solutions that you provide for each of them. You could use a pathway type plan. So that is posts based on your own unique process or methodology. So as an example, in the content effect, I have five different stages. So I could write social media posts based on those five different stages, what my ideal client is thinking and feeling and doing at each of those stages. We could use the content pillars approach and that's um, often based on a process. So you might do one photo, one video, one conversation starter or based on a type of post. So I'm sure you've heard of teach, share, show, or value, value, value promotion. So there's so many different places and ways you can actually find inspiration for your social media ideas as well. And I've even got a free cheat sheet you can grab when you sign up to the waitlist for the content effect. If you're interested, just jump down to the show notes and you'll find the link there. But, 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 but what I want you to ask yourself With all of these methods, with all of these ways you can come up with content ideas, is there a purpose? Are we being strategic or are we still throwing content out there based on what we've been told is the best method? So just for a moment, I want you to challenge the way you create social media content right now. I want you to challenge the way that you've been told that you need to create social media content right now. Think about, is it purposeful? Am I doing it for a strategic reason or am I creating content for content's sake? So here's another thought for you. Back in episode three, I spoke about why I think sales funnels suck and how we should be creating sales unfunnels based on a client journey. So go back and listen to that episode if you want to find 
more about the client journey. But just know this, when you move from a transactional to a relationship focus in your content marketing, then your content becomes far more powerful and you experience that business and personal growth. It's a game changer. It's simply about challenging our perspective. And I love to do that. I love to challenge your perspectives, but challenge your perspective in order to create powerful content. So let's look at this client journey and specifically what content we can create at each stage and where social media fits into all of this. If you'd like a visual representation of this, I call it the content roadmap, then check out the show notes. There will be a link to download the content roadmap. Okay, so the first stage is the connect stage of the client journey. So here your ideal client has really just become aware of you. It's the real getting to know you phase where you have the opportunity to start those meaningful conversations with them. And the aim here is to help them self-identify with you as a person and as an authority that can help them solve a problem. So the types of content that we can use in the connect phase is our core content that educates. So that's a blog, a podcast, or a video. And yes, we all need one of those. We can use social media posts. We can start conversations via DMs in a non-spammy way. May I put that footnote in there? We can use our website. We're going to use Facebook groups either our own or other people's Facebook groups and guest blogging or podcasting as well. So they're the types of content that we can use in the connect phase. The next stage is the subscribe stage. So here your ideal client really resonates with who you are and is interested in what your lead magnet provides for them and signs up to receive it. So this is really your opportunity to provide your ideal client with that deeper connection and begin to show how you can solve their challenges. Now we can do this through our content by once again, social media posts to promote the lead magnet the design of the lead magnet itself, our website, our opt-in page, thank you pages, as well as the email automations that come off the back of it. So then we're moving into the nurture stage of the client journey. And this is where your ideal client is now on your email list and is really ready to learn more about you and your services. We aim to wow them with extra value, our offers, and the solutions that we can provide to them. So in this phase of the client journey, we can use email automations again, we can use our social media posts as part of that entire content ecosystem. We're going to use our core content that delves deeper into their problems and um, the outcomes that we actually provide. We can use webinars, we can use five-day challenges, and we can use our regular or our consistent email marketing. And then comes the best stage, the convert stage. So here your ideal client is actually making that decision to buy from you. And your job here is to actually help them make that confident and informed decision to purchase. So the types of content that we can use here are free trials or discovery calls. We can use our email automations. We can use landing pages. We can use social media posts. And we're going to use testimonials and case studies to help them make that informed decision to purchase from us. And then the last stage is the onboard stage of the client journey. So most people actually forget about this stage, especially if you're using that traditional sales funnel approach that values the sale and not the relationship. 
So in this stage, we're going to help our clients feel good about their decision to purchase from us. We really want to make their experience one that they can tell the whole world about. And content we can use here includes automated emails and processes, as well as VIP exclusive content. So if we need to create content to move our client through a journey with us from not knowing anything about us all the way through to becoming that raving fan, then it becomes really obvious that since social media features as a content tool that we can use at each stage of that client journey, then quite simply, we need to be creating content in line with our client journey. At a really simplistic level, this means that if we're posting on social media five times a week, we really should have one connect, one subscribe, one nurture, and one convert post. And then the last day would be free. Even more simplistic, you can actually make your connect post on Monday, your subscribe post on Tuesday, your nurture post on Wednesday, and convert post on Thursday. I mean, how easy is that? So now you know what to post each day. I'm going to give you some ideas on what each of these posts could actually look like. So in the connect phase, remember this is the, the phase where your ideal client has just become aware of you and you're getting to know each other. You can address things like your values, your vision and beliefs, your story, parts of your story, things that have happened to you during the week, a quote from you that comes directly from your core content, a saying or quote from someone else, how what you do is unique, a pivotal moment that changed everything for you, your why, and whether you've actually been in your ideal client situation before and how you can empathize with them. So they're all really specific ideas that you can use to create a social media post in the connect phase of the client journey. So then the subscribe phase. So obviously this is where you should be promoting your lead magnet and you can really do this by tapping into the inner mean girl thoughts that your ideal client has. And that really will showcase your empathy and understanding of where they're at you can also focus on the win. So what will they be able to do or what will their life actually look like as a result of your lead magnet? And an extra super simple tip here is you can create, say four pieces of copy and four different graphics and then simply switch them around. So an extra super simple tip here is you could create a bank of say four pieces of copy and four different graphics and simply switch them around each week. So the next stage is the nurture stage. And in this stage of the client journey, your ideal client is on your email list and really ready to learn more about you and your services. However, we still need to use social media as part of that entire content ecosystem. So on a nurture social media post day, we could share our core content. We could share tips from our core content. We could provide extra value, such as sharing our Facebook group, um, doing lives, free trainings. We could deep dive into more problems your ideal client faces and how you can actually solve those and other free pieces of content that are already in your ecosystem. So reimagine your content wherever possible. You can also introduce the way that you do things. So your unique process or program and how this actually solves their problem. So lots of different ways that we can use the nurture phase of the client journey in our social media plan. 
And the next stage that we're going to use in our social media plan is the convert stage. So here, this is that place where your ideal client is making that decision to buy from you. So we really want them to feel good about making that decision to purchase from us. So we can do this through our social media plan by creating posts that are a direct promotion of your services and packages. So another super simple tip here, simply create that bank of say four different pieces of copy and four different graphics that you can mix and match. We're going to also share those testimonials and case studies. Another super simple tip here is that you can create a template for your testimonials and every time you get one, just pop it straight into your template. And we're going to really start focusing on that transformation that your ideal client will achieve when working with you. Okay, so that's four days covered off on our social media plan. And the last day is a free day. So this is a fun day where you can post a meme, you might post a quote, a saying, a shout out to someone else, or simply share someone else's content. So it's a really great opportunity to provide content that is outside of your own content ecosystem. So can you see how easy your social media creation becomes when you simply use the client journey as your guide? It becomes far less overwhelming and way more powerful when we're simply using the client journey. Now, if you want to post more than five times a week, you can simply double up on posts in the stage of the journey where you think most people are getting stuck, or maybe that's in line with your current content objectives. So as an example, if your objective is to grow your email list, you might do extra subscribe posts. Or if you're looking to make a few extra sales this month, look at extra converting posts. Or perhaps you're finding that it's really easy to get people on your email list, but they're not converting. So it's easy to get them in the subscribe phase, but not the convert phase. Then focus on the piece that's in the middle, the nurture posts. It's totally adaptable to what you want to achieve. So at the end of the day, your super simple social media plan is going to give you three main outcomes. It's going to help you become more purposeful. It's going to help you create less and be more inspired. So you become more purposeful because you're creating for a reason. You're creating for that purpose and you'll find that it's going to become far more aligned to your overall message. There's going to be no more throwing spaghetti content at the wall posting. You're going to end up with a consistent and really sustainable content strategy and social media plan because it can fit into your time, your energy and resources. You're going to create less. So you become far more focused with what you're creating and especially when it comes to social media and therefore you can create less of it and do a far better job. This is going to free up some more time for you and the more time you have available as a result means that you can get on with doing the things that you really, really love. And the last thing is you're going to become more inspired. So you waste less time thinking about what you're going to create and you know exactly what to produce which brings more ease to your content creation. And I so want that for you. So I hope that this episode has given you some inspiration to go and look at your social media plan and revisit it and think about how you can make it so much easier for yourself simply by using the client journey. Thanks so much for listening. That's it for another week. To get more powerful content in your life, make sure you're following along on socials. My handle is at Meld Business. And just in case you're wondering, the groovy music for this podcast was created by Just Here on SoundCloud. 
I'd also be super grateful if you took a moment to rate and review this podcast so more amazing women like you can experience the power of content. And if you're like, hell Mel, stop talking. I'm ready to work with you now. Here's how we can work some powerful content magic together. Firstly, come and join the content effect. My membership, Inspiring Women with Service-Based Businesses to ditch the content chaos and start creating standout content that gets you noticed and makes sales. You can join us by using the link in the show notes or just Google the content effect. The second way we can work together is via my one-on-one packages. We can create a sustainable content strategy or start to build out your client journey. It's up to you. Hop on over to meldbusinessservices.com.au forward slash services to find out more. Until next time, have a beautiful week and embrace the power of your content.